my prayers in, and then after that, we're just going to jump into it, okay? Okay. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for this time. We thank you for this space. We thank you for everything that you have done. Right now, oh God, we ask that you be in the midst of this dialogue, be in the midst of this conversation. We ask that you right now, oh Lord God, let the listener, Lord God, be able to receive what you are trying to say through this episode of the podcast. We ask that you just use us and you speak through us, Lord God, so that you can be glorified and magnified. Right now, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, let's do it. Family, 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 what is up? It is another week, and you are tuned in to the Living Beyond Podcast. And today, oh my lord, it is going to be super, super special because I have a special, special guest join me today. And this, 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 this woman right here, she is true, she is dear to my heart, and I love her. She is literally like my sister, and I cannot wait for you all to hear her story. It is crazy. A lot of y'all, if you you follow me and you you know the the people that are a part of my life, you're definitely going to know this 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 woman that I'm about to bring on. But if you don't, you need to get to know her. And I, I need you to listen up closely to this episode because I already know it's going to bless me. I haven't even heard what 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 is about to be said, but I know what is about to be said is about to be special. It's about to be great because today we're about to talk about living beyond your diagnosis. And listen, a diagnosis goes far beyond just medically. Um, you can be diagnosed with anything. Mentally, you can be unstable, um, physical conditions, all kind of stuff you can be diagnosed. And sometimes we diagnose, diagnose ourselves with some things. But today, 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 we're not going to talk too much about me because y'all already know my story, okay? Um, you may hear a little here and there, but we're about to talk about my sister. And I'm going to bring her up with us today. I have none other than Amber Mackey. I was about I'm to say so Fields. Excited. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I was about to say Fields. But listen, okay. my sis married out here in these streets. Yeah, so, married. fellas, I'm fellas, married. fellas, if I'm you married. watching, I'm sorry. She off limits, dog. She off limits. Listen, my big bro, Evo, <laughs> done, done, done put the ring on it. They done been okay. married. <laughs> Happily married. Okay. I love them both. Okay. Shout out to my big dog as well, man. I got I got to shout out to the dog. But Amber, how you doing today? I'm doing very great. I've been waiting for this. I'm so excited. Yeah. I want everybody to know that I'll try to be very censored, but I'm very real, okay? Listen, and I want you to be real. I want you to be super real because there are some people out here that need the raw. They need the real. They don't need anything fake because you got a story to tell, right? And I your do. story is beautiful. Um, and, and listen, I've done heard it multiple times, but now it's your time to hear how God can take you and he yeah. can help you live beyond what the doctors say is so at good. the moment. And so my sister here, Amber Mackey, uh, she, she she's going to tell us a little bit about her story. Um, and, and I want you to take us through this journey um, of how you found out about your diagnosis and what was your diagnosis okay um so literally it, i'm gonna set the scene for you come on do i it. was living my life in quarantine and it was it was it was pretty i loved it i was working at home <laughs> not doing much eating so much i gained so much weight probably quarantine weight but i was living my best life and it was just it was just a good good life um so I started feeling kind of bad um, for a few weeks and I went to my doctor and he gave me medicine and I told my mom, I said, mom, I think this medicine is making me sicker. Mm. It's like making you sicker. That's not possible. Like it's an antibiotic. 
I said, nope, nope, it's making me sicker. And let me tell you one thing about Amber. I do not play with my health. If it's not working, I'll go back three times. I don't care. Like, yeah. you can ask anybody. So I went to my doctor again. Yeah. And, like, we were outside. Like, I couldn't even go inside the doctor's office because this was during COVID. So he took me to the lobby, and he drew my blood in the lobby. Oh, wow. In the lobby, he drew my blood. And um, so at first, I just felt like I had a case like a vertigo. I felt like I had vertigo. I felt very dizzy. I could barely stand for a long period of time. Wow. Very weird. I never felt like that before. Um, very weak. I remember I literally, my mom said, Amber, you've been sleeping like for hours. I said, I know. I, I cannot wake up. Like, I could not open my eyes. Mm. So... I'll never forget this. I, the doctor told me that I might need an MRI because maybe something was going on um, neuro, like with my brain or something like that because I had some congestion and stuff like that. So um, I had that morning at 6 a.m. I had an appointment to get an MRI. Yeah. He called me, uh, my mom, at 4 a.m. and was like, um, do you want me to speak to Amber about this? Because something in her blood works looks like she has leukemia. And mom was like, leukemia? Like, what the world? Like, leukemia? Like, that's, yeah. it's impossible. So my doctor called, um, my doctor called my mom, and she put my doctor on the phone so my doctor could tell me because I feel like that's, mom's such a strong woman, but I couldn't, I couldn't imagine mm. telling my child that she had cancer. So my doctor says, Amber, we took your blood work, and he said, don't freak out. I know that you freak out or stuff like this, but don't freak out. <laughs> but you, you um, some of your blood work came back, and it looks like you have leukemia. So April... 2020 two days before my birthday i found out that i had leukemia wow and um it was one of the most scariest days in my life but i'm here i'm here Listen. and I, i'm a survivor so um that was definitely a shock yeah. for me and i can't imagine i was 23 at the time and imagine 23 years old getting told that you have leukemia yeah. cancer yeah. like that is outrageous um so that's, that's what happened yeah it was very very scary at that time i'm not gonna lie yeah, that's super, super scary. Um, because yeah. uh, I, I don't, I don't want to get into the statistics of it all. Um, and we yeah. just know the word cancer itself. You know exactly. what I'm saying? It's like super poisonous and super exactly. um, dark. And when we think of cancer, we just think automatic death sometimes exactly. um, because of all the outcomes that we hear about, right? Um, yeah. But we serve a God. That exactly. is a healer. We serve a God that is a way maker, a miracle worker. And it's yeah. crazy because not only were you diagnosed with uh, leukemia, um, it would have been it would have been a little different if it wasn't COVID. Right. But right. you were diagnosed with leukemia in covid right and, so and this difficult. is a little off script but I know this question I'm about to ask you, you're going to be able to handle it. But how yeah. was dealing with leukemia through covid? Take us through that process. It was crazy. It was the most craziest thing I've ever experienced. Yeah. And when I say that, I just feel, and this may sound so bizarre and so weird, but I feel like God gave me um, cancer at the perfect time. Everything wow. aligned. Um, I had, I love my doctor so much. He was very, very kind to me. He told me I had cancer and he told me I've never had to tell somebody they had cancer by themselves at your age. Wow. And that is so scary. This is his first time doing this as well. So imagine your doctor telling you he's never told somebody they're diagnosed with cancer by themselves yeah. at 23. Like that is scary. Yeah. And I know we're talking about how death is so associated with cancer. I literally asked my doctor, I've never talk about this but i said do people die of this like you know some cancers mm. you can like say you can take it out this and that and he told me he said 
yeah, people die of this, Whoa. and but it depends on your type. It depends on what your genes are and all that. And thank God I had the favorable gene. God is so good. Come so on. It's just Come so good on. to me. And he told me that only 20% of people have the favorable gene, and I had that one of my genes were that gene. So God just worked that out. But it was the most scary thing. I had to go through chemo by myself. I went through so much by myself. Yeah. I had to shave my poor little head. <laughs> my nurse had to shave my poor little head by yeah. himself. But yeah. once again, like God put people in the, in those positions mm. and yeah. just to make me feel comfortable enough. And, uh, and I just thank God for that. But it was a very, very difficult time. I would not wish out on anybody. Every person I asked about their story with leukemia, they were like, I had this when my wife was by me. I had this when my mom was there mm. for me. And so I had to use literally FaceTime. I was on FaceTime all yeah. the time. My loving husband, Evan, I love you so much, was on <laughs> FaceTime with me every single night. Like, Evo booming. Shout out to Evo. Shout out to Evo. I love you. <laughs> That is crazy. Listen, and it's crazy because listen, she talked about the favorable gene, right? Um, and I even I even preached a message, um, and it was around the topic of having the favorable gene. And I want you to know who's ever listening out there, if you are a born again believer in God's body, you have the favorable gene. Because yeah. listen, at the end of the day, darts are going to be thrown your way. Exactly. We're going to go through trials. We're going to go through tribulations. But the thing about the God that we serve is this no weapon that is foreign against these show prosper so the weapon may form it may look like it's trying to take you out it may look like it's it's going to take you out because exactly. we're human right and we feel all the emotions and we see yeah. it all but at the end of the day we know if we put our complete trust and faith in god he's able to do exceeding and abundantly right and so um i'm gonna throw a i'm gonna throw a, a little video right here of how uh, Amber was diagnosed with leukemia, but at the same time, we were still able to celebrate her for her birthday. We done made it to the news for Amber. Amber done, Amber done blew up, uh, WIS, whatever, whatever news station it was, WLTX. Listen, listen, the, the, where, where, where was he at? Park Ridge? Was it Park Ridge? Yeah, Listen, Park, Park Ridge. Ridge was packed on oh. April 24th. It, it, it was a whole party out there. You hear me? Say, a support system <laughs> yeah. A support system is very important. And also a support system that believes in God. Jeez. It was nobody that I couldn't call That's so good. to pray for me in my circle, or even in my family, anybody, even yeah. uh, any of my friends that they, if I called them, they were able to pray or send a prayer for me. So support system is very important. Yes. Living beyond anything, it's very yeah. serious. Yeah, yeah. It, it is crazy. She said she talked about the support system, right? Because I remember when I first got the news about Amber um, receiving get um, being diagnosed with leukemia. Um, the next message that I preached, I talked about a support system. And, and, and it talks about how there was this man and he was sick of the palsy. He was basically paralyzed um, and he was laying on a mat. And, and sometimes this is why it's so important to know who's in your circle and who you're connected to. Because this man, he was connected to the right type of friends. He was connected to the right type of support group. Because this man, friends, they got tired of him seeing his friend in pain, seeing his friend in agony, seeing his friend not being able to do the things that they were doing. So what they did was take this man on the mat in which he was laying on and they took him to a house party Jesus was having, right? And so at this house party, they couldn't get in the house party because Jesus, listen, the, the house was just packed from corner to corner, the wall, the wall, the corner. Listen, it was just packed, but they refused to give up 
and getting this man to Jesus because they said, I know, I feel like if we can get this man to Jesus, he will be made whole. And it's crazy because we need those type of people in our lives that's going to be able to pray for us when we can't pray for ourselves. Because in our diagnosis, yes, sometimes we feel discouraged. Sometimes we don't even feel like praying. But when you don't pray, there is somebody that is connected to you that yes. will. But let's go on to the next one, man. Like, take us through that that day that was the toughest for you. Take us through that time uh, where where you were diagnosed. Um, and I, I don't know what that day was for you, but I want us I want you to take us through this journey and our listeners to get this vivid picture of the the roughest day, the toughest day that you had um, being diagnosed with leukemia. Okay, this was the roughest day. I'm kidding you not. One of the roughest days ever. So um, I was complaining about stomach pain for mm. a long, long time. And so my doctor kept saying, well, my nurses and everybody, well, sometimes the chemo will affect your lining of your stomach. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if your body's going to adjust it to the chemo and stuff like that. So I left it alone. I left it alone. But then one day, literally, I said, I can't even, like, get up. Like, I can't eat anything. Like, something's wow. going and this is why I say it's so good to have a good doctor because my doctor um, was the only one that really listened to me and so he went and gave me an extra of my stomach and and my head and it turns out that I had appendicitis whoa it was great this was the first surgery I ever had ever in my life so he said that but the thing is with leukemia you get blood and platelets every day and my blood and platelets were running really low and mm. i was able to get a transfusion that day but for surgery you have to have blood in your system or you are a high risk for stroke wow and high risk for um just heart attacks because blood is not flowing in your body wow. while you're having surgery so i remember literally him saying if you don't get blood you're not going to be able to do this but you're not going to be able to have surgery. But if your appendix bust and you're in the bed, then yeah. this could be even worse. Like, you know, that's poison getting inside your body. Mm. So when I said I was freaking out, I literally in the bed like this the whole day. Whoa. Like, I was scared to move. I was scared that if I did any sudden movements that my appendix was just going to burst yeah. and poison me. Um, so I had to wait for that. And so keep in mind, I've never had surgery. I've never even been in the hospital. So here I am going yeah. through... Chemo, blood transfusion, platelets, and I had to do surgery by myself without my mom, without my grandma, without my husband, without my sister, without anybody. Oh, yeah. And then they're saying your blood is low, so it might be a high risk for something happening inside the hospital room. Wow. All I could do was really sit there and was like, oh, my gosh, what is happening to me? Like, is this even real? I remember mm. calling my mom and my dad, and they prayed with me so hard and, um, I got through it. I remember wake. I literally, and this is just a real moment. I remember yeah. going there and as they were, as the anesthesia was getting into me, I remember saying, Lord, please let me wake <laughs> Lord, please let me wake up. Lord, mm. please don't let, don't let this take me out. Like, That's Lord, so real. I remember literally saying, Lord, please, I just want to be able to open my eyes again. And when I opened my eyes, Lord, when I say <laughs> I was so happy, <laughs> I was already doped up on some pain medicine. <laughs> talking crazy to these people i said lord i'm alive i, I promise you <laughs> what you say ever i said i said oh i made it i said i made it i said Whoa. <laughs> i said am i i said am i up i said am i up am i up like, lord no i was probably talking so crazy <laughs> oh lord I oh, was Lord. so happy, and I just started thanking God. I yeah. literally, I consider myself a very, very spiritual person overall, yeah. but I really couldn't. 
during the whole process. So yeah, that was a really crazy time, but that was one of the most hardest things I had to go through. Yeah. That is so real. That is so real. Um, and, and that could be scary to be diagnosed with leukemia on top of having what appendicitis you said. Can you hear me? Um, hold on. Can you hear me now? <laughs> Let's see, we're having a little technical difficulties. But it is all right. Can you hear me? Okay, she said it's frozen. Let's do this. I'm going to pause it. So we had some technical difficulties, but we are back. Um, and we're going to get through this because this is a great story and this is this this is a great uh message that someone needs to hear on how to live beyond and you've been listening this entire time and you're like amber amber you had leukemia but now you don't um you you, you had appendicitis they took it out um you went through surgery but how were you able to manage all that through what you were going through in the midst of covid like the the, the weirdest of times and not having your family right there to hold your hands like how do you continue to live beyond today um, while still being healed? You know, because us as people, um, things can come to our heads and we can get these thoughts because we are healed. Right. Um, we still have some type of fears and reservations sometimes. And um, the enemy can try to play mind games on us. But let someone know on today and give them some keys on how you manage to live beyond your your diagnosis till this day. Um, that's a very good question. Yeah. Um, I think the most common answer is, of course, praying and reading your Bible and right. God in general. But, um, realistically, the devil does slip in and, um, God is the answer for that. But also, I would say, honestly, during that whole time, one way I did live beyond was you have to go into survivor mode. And I know that sounds so crazy, but you can't just sit there and die. Yeah. <laughs> or you can't sit there and not do the what you need to do. Like it was a lot of days, some days where I literally said, you can't cry today because mm. you won't be able to, you'll be crying all day. You're, you won't be able to do what you need to do to live. So yeah. um, the first thing I would say, of course, is God. And then also just, um, push through, push through because you have a chance to push through. Somebody got diagnosed and died the next wow. day. So wow. we have to really put, I, every time I try to complain about anything, I'm like, but this person died and I was able to live. Mm. Um, I also think another thing that really helped me and really helped me now is I literally scream at the devil y'all. Like this is no, <laughs> like this is no joke. I, like I want to say yesterday I was in the room and I'm going to do an example for y'all exactly what I did. I said, like, please don't, y'all, don't judge me. This is exactly what I did. Take us there, Amber. Take us there. I said, flee, Satan. I said, flee. You will not control my mind. Oh, I am, he like, healed. Like, Come on. I, <laughs> Come on. I survive. Like, I'm in here screaming to the devil, y'all. And you know what? That rest of that day, I was fine. <laughs> and, and I promise you, you got to sometimes yell. You have to yell the devil and yeah. yell at these demons in your head yeah. telling you things that is not true. And my pastor always says the devil only wins when you allow him to, when he Ooh. takes your mind. Usually, 
devil's gonna come in regardless yeah. but when you so come to that and say oh you're right oh this is not oh, yeah. oh it's gonna be like you yeah. know yeah. oh no here we go no we have to really like fight for you you and the more you fight the better you are and wow. the devil may creep in but you gotta keep fighting fight fight wow. she said the more <laughs> you fight the better you are <laughs> Like, nah, y'all, listen. If you don't know my sister, this is my sister. 25, this is my sister. This is my sister. And I love it. She said, the more you fight, the more you will overcome. Like, listen, we, we sing this song in church. Fight on. And our pastor loves that song, right? He even told, he even told, he even told Mama Erica. I call her Mama Erica. This is Amber Mom I'm talking about. She's literally like a mother to me. He said, he said, we had a baptism, right? I'm just, listen, listen. When me and Amber talk, we, we just talk, okay? This probably don't even sound like a podcast no more. But he said, he said, Listen, there was a baptism. There was a baptism. There was a baptism, y'all. He said, he said, he said, oh, Dr. Fields, give me a song of that fight on. Listen, you got to learn how to fight on. This is how you live beyond. You got to keep your sword in your hands. I kid y'all not. When I was yes. in the hospital for th three months, right, in and out the hospital, the, the only thing that, that helped me live beyond is literally my mother's prayer, my father being there, and us going through the word together. And so yeah. it is so important that you, you you fight on, not with your own might and your own strength, but the Bible right. tells us like this, in his strength is made perfect in your mm -hmm. weakness. And so when whenever you're weak, he's strong, but you have to depend and you have to lean on him. Like, Amber, thank you okay. so much for coming. No, thank you for having me. To this the was podcast. Y'all, I was so nervous. And I, I don't said, know why. nervous to talk all the time. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't know why. You are great, and you're a great host. Listen, so if you have the opportunity to come on Living Beyond, you better take it. Take what? take the opportunity. Take the opportunity. Yeah. But listen, before you leave, is there any last words that you have to give our listeners? Um, I would say um, this may be very blunt too, but life is unexpected. So mm -hmm. you never know what life will throw at you. You never know how life will come at you. But as long as you have God, you can get through anything. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much once again, Thank sister, you. for coming to the Living Beyond podcast. Listen, y'all, I told y'all, season two <laughs> is nothing but heat on top of heat. Like, gems and jewels are being dropped. And I'm so, so thankful that my sister is living with us today to share her testimony, to share her story, to help someone else out there live beyond whatever it is that they're going through. And so listen, your diagnosis is nothing to God and he can help you live beyond it. But will you trust him and will you put your complete faith in him to live beyond whatever it is that you're going through there is nothing too big nor too small that our god cannot handle but you have to make that choice on today to live beyond it so once again amber thank you so much until next time y'all stay tuned we still got a few more guests on season two of the living beyond podcast we done talked about living beyond growing beyond having faith beyond listen there's more to come and make sure if you don't have any merch i'm not wearing none today this is my personal stuff but listen www.iamtimothygriffin.com go click shop and listen the book is out by the time this podcast comes i'm talking about physical copies y'all you can go get your physical copy of the living beyond book it's done been solidified it's done been published it's out right now so do that and until next time love y'all family
that's a wrap. That was so good. That was okay, fun. Good. All right, okay. you got to get to your dinner. Thank you so much for making time because I really need to push this I'm on Friday. I'm party won't even get to happen because of rehearsal. No, I, I know. told y'all that was going to happen. I you told did. Y'all. You did say, but it's all right. We got, we, okay. we, we can step into 2022. You're right. All right, I love you. All right, love you too. Bye. Bye.